Hey, how's everybody doing? And welcome back to 125 Unfiltered. It has certainly been a while, almost too long, over three months since I've been back on the podcast. So just to say that intro, it feels good to be back. I don't really know where to start because, again, it's been over three months. I want to use this episode today to tell you guys where I've been, what I've been doing, and kind of just tell the story of this past semester for me. You know, college can get really busy. There are a lot of things on your plate. You got schoolwork, friends, obviously UNC basketball made a huge run. It killed me that I wasn't able to cover that on the podcast, but I have another experience that ended up taking up that time that I would like to tell you guys about today because I'm very proud of the work I did uh, while working on this throughout the semester, and I think it'll be a cool little introduction back for me and for you guys uh, for one as an explanation for why I've been gone, but then also as a, a segue into what is coming for the future for 125 Unfiltered. So if any of you guys were worried at all, I'm back. The podcast is staying here. I'm not giving up on it. We're sticking with it. So without further ado, let's just get straight into it. So kind of as, as the baseline for why I've been gone. I know I've taken several breaks in and out of it, had episodes being like, oh, I'm going to do this. Here's my schedule. But for the honest answer, I uh, took a class at UNC called Sports Extra, basically working for a student-led uh, sports show, for those who, who don't know it. Uh, I ended up becoming an analyst this semester, this past semester, where I would have a minute and a half segments live on air, breaking down UNC basketball games, using video statistics, going in depth on individual players, the team performance overall. And I would say that took up a lot of my time because I wanted to do well being live on camera. Uh, I put a lot of work into that. It wasn't just about me. Actually, it wasn't about me at all. It was about the show. I was just one individual puzzle piece for the show, and I wanted to make sure I could do my part so the show could do a good job. And I kind of realized as I started getting going on it because, you know, I had to write a script. A minute and a half to two-minute script doesn't doesn't take a few minutes. It takes time. Uh, And then I also had to produce a video cut on Adobe Premiere Pro to make sure I had the video clips to back up what I was saying, which also took some time because, you know, you have to screen grab sometimes uh, off the internet if it was an away game, if it was home games, which I, I filmed a good amount of them, you had to search through that footage. So it was a process to create all those videos, and I realized that the podcast, that time that I dedicated for it at the beginning of the semester was getting taken up by Sports Extra, and I didn't want to spread myself so thin to where I wasn't doing good on both. So I said, let me focus fully on this analysis thing for Sports Extra because I want to get into broadcast. This is a huge thing for me. I was very thankful for the opportunity this semester that I was given. So I decided to put 125 Unfiltered on the back burner. And it turns out that I think I made the right decision because I got pretty good on air got really comfortable speaking on camera, uh, my presentation, uh, looking at the analysis board that I had a board behind me with plays, breaking down plays live uh, on the set, live on air, because um, it's a whole different ball game. Uh, when I'm behind this mic, I can I can redo a take if I want to. When you are live, you get one shot and it's all about being as prepared as you possibly can. So for the short answer, that is what I've been doing. I decided to put all dedication into Sports Extra because I wasn't just doing analysis pieces. I was covering games too. I covered about 
uh, six or seven men's basketball games during their season live in the Dean Dome, which is an absolutely surreal experience. Uh, I might have described it actually on a past episode, but uh, sitting courtside like that, just filming the game like someone for ACC Network, it was it was quite uh, the thrill. Uh, I, I remember R.J. Davis missed the layup and ran right into me because he came crashing down, and you know, you're just stuck there. You're just one of the cameramen, but um, there are so many good experiences to take away from this semester, and I realized that because of those, I wanted to get back on the podcast. I wanted to stick with it, and I'm truly going to work on creating a consistent schedule for this podcast because I love doing it. I think I've already done that with what my semester is going to look like uh, next semester, so hopefully you guys are all understanding of, I guess, what I had on my plate this past semester, but also understand that I'm going to be doing 125 unfiltered from here on out because I quite frankly, had the busiest semester of my life. I know I'm just a 20-year-old college kid, but I don't really see it as an excuse. I got to find a way to be better as a podcast host, as a content creator. So um, that is kind of that explanation for why I've been gone. But as I said earlier, I really want to use this episode to kind of just talk about my experiences in sports extra as an analyst. What it's really like to be on camera, work for a live show, all the collaboration and teamwork and preparation that goes into uh, not only just my segment, but the whole show. Um, I think it'll be really cool as kind of a, a comeback episode for me to kind of share my personal experiences with you guys. So wherever you guys are listening, uh, whether you're at UNC or not, you guys can have a, a good understanding of what I do. And I think that's uh, really important when it comes to uh, being a podcast uh, host. You want to be personable. And I know we break down sports a lot of times on here, but I I think this, uh, for a change, would be nice to kind of tell you guys some of these personal experiences. So for my role of being an analyst, in my opinion, my job is to break down a UNC basketball game, because that was my main sport, through my lens as I saw it. It was to give a greater and more in-depth view of why we won or lost. Because when you have the game recap a few seconds earlier, it's just, you know, your typical 30 seconds sports uh, sports center highlight tape kind of saying this player had this many points and they won by this showing some big plays. But where I come in is I'm giving, like I said, a a more in-depth, a more detailed, providing further evidence for why we won or lost, for why a certain player really propelled us to victory. It's just a further look at a game. And I think that's really cool because with all of the clips uh, and statistics and player performances available to me, I have a lot of freedom to kind of break down the game how I want it. I can focus on certain aspects of the game compared to others depending on how important I see them so it really puts my basketball mind to the test I mean I've played basketball my whole life I never played at a varsity level or a college level obviously but I've watched a lot of it so it's really cool to kind of put my basketball brains to the test to present something on air so to kind of break down my process first Let's say it's UNC Duke, Final Four game. I'm going to pick a couple things, one or two, maybe three things, uh, that I really want to focus on for that game. I focused on the guard play. R.J. Davis had a very good first half, and obviously Caleb Love exploded in the second half uh, and hit that big shot to send UNC to the national championship game. And in Coach K's career, Tar Heel fans, I know we were happy about that. 
but knowing those are the two, the themes in my head, I'm going to write a script about it. Going to, I, sometimes it's simultaneously with the video. I believe for this one it was, but normally I'll write the script first because I'm reading the script live on air. I'm going to be able to look back at the board, but having a script for me, it was, it was a, uh, it allowed me to be prepared for being on air. It gave me, uh, it allowed me to be more detailed with my analysis of the game. And then after I wrote the script, get it approved by my professor, head over to Adobe Premiere Pro, and then pick certain video clips that I want to use. So if I'm talking about guard play, I'm going to show plays of them using the pick and roll well, or hitting big three pointers, or getting to the lane, making great passes out to a Brady Manic for three pointers, stuff like that. It's using the video clips and the highlights from the game to back up what you are saying in your script. And most importantly, you want everything to match up. We call it swap. Making sure that your audio and your video match up and line up right. So if I say Caleb Love dunks the ball, I don't want Armando Baycott to be shown on the screen. I want to show Caleb Love dunking the ball and making sure that all that is pretty much perfect as I like to make, sh- make sure my swap was near flawless to make sure that there was uh, I wasn't behind or ahead based on how fast I spoke. It, it took a long time. I would say the average time would be an hour and a half, maybe two hours depending if it was a bigger game. But that was kind of the process I took the night before, the day before, uh, for a Monday or Friday show. But then when I get in the show, we do a couple run-throughs. So with that, I will read through my script, make sure my swap is good, catch any small things that I need to change. And by doing that, I get two or three practice runs before the live show and then I'm ready to go and then I present my thing live on show and I feel like most of the time I did a pretty good job mainly due to the fact that I was prepared I was really detailed with my preparation I know I'm saying the word detail so much but you really have to be when being on camera and when making a segment to be on camera because it's just you it's just you and the screen and the and the board behind you and your script so you really have to just like lock in. You really have to get into your own world and your own and a, a your own mindset if that makes any sort of sense. So I would say that that's really the process it took for me to make my segments. Again, I broke down the UNC Duke Final 4 game. I broke down uh UNC women's basketball's upset over Louisville, talked about the last 40 seconds of that game and how each play kind of played out. I would break down individual players' performances, team performances, um, and I think all of that, it really just made the basketball season so much more fun because again, I'm looking not only at the game from a fan view, but a basketball view, an analyst view. I gotta, I, I can't be biased. I have to be neutral. I have to look at the game from a back basketball perspective, uh, and say, is this good? Is this bad? Does this help us win? Is this making us lose? So that was kind of my thought process uh, when when doing these analysis pieces. And now I want to transition to what it's like being on camera. And compared to being behind my computer here, it's a completely different ball game because it's only me and the mic. You know, my what I look like doesn't matter, uh, how I'm standing, my facial expressions, my hand gestures. Uh, when you're behind uh, a podcast mic, The only thing that matters is your audio and what you sound like. But on camera, all of those things I just listed have a huge impact on your presentation. For example, if I'm not smiling 
or look excited to be there, my presentation's going to be off. I I would my goal was to one sound prepared, two sound sophisticated, and three in a way let the people know that I know a lot about basketball by you know breaking down plays uh, in depth, explaining certain concepts on offense or defense or all those things. But all of that will get thrown off if I'm not looking proper on camera if I'm not using the board and using my hand gestures to point at things and you know if I'm I have to stand up you can't be slouched it's uh I mean body language posture all those things they really contribute um to doing a good job on camera and that was something I was learning throughout the semester and also you know how fast you talk it's that was something I had to deal with I sometimes talk too fast especially when I get excited about things because I just want to just rush it all out and just to say it. So it was a, just throughout the semester, I'm getting better and better. I'm catching things that I'm good with, that I'm bad with. It was uh, I was getting better and more creative with creating my analysis segments. Because at first I was just breaking down the team's performance. But then as we move forward, it's talking about a player. It's talking about a string of plays. It's talking about a theme, whether it's three-point shooting, defense, uh, Armando Baycott rebounding in the paint. It could be, it could be anything at that point. And that's something that was really, really fun for me. And I dedicated a lot of my time, uh, to those analysis segments to make sure they were as sharp as possible to really, in a way, educate the viewers on what happened in the game. You can break it down very simply like I kind of did, but also it's so much more complex. And I think that's what's so fun about it because you, as I said before, get a break down the game as you see it. And as a 20-year-old college student who's just trying to make it in broadcasting, that was a very fun experience. And I have to say, first time I was on camera, I don't know if I would say I was nervous because you have to be confident up there. But, you know, first time you want to do a good job. And, I, and thankfully, they were a big thing with the first time. No mess-ups. You don't want any mess-ups. I ran through everything smoothly, but the confidence over time really grew. Uh, but I, I don't want to, I don't need to lie and say, oh, I was really nervous for that first show. But there were definitely a little nerves. I, I put some pressure on myself. I wanted to do a good job. Thankfully, I did. But it again, it is you and the camera. Especially on analysis, when you're an anchor, there's someone next to you. Uh, you're in more communication with the control room, but it, it truly, you are truly on an Island and you have to sink or swim. And, you know, I would like to think most of the time I swam thankfully, but, um, so yeah, that's what it's like to be on camera. If anyone ever, ever wondered. And then lastly, I want to talk about what it's like to really work for a sports show because the, the teamwork and the organization between all of us who we are all now great friends Shout out to everyone in Sports Extra if you are listening. Uh, hugely uh, contributed to my semester. But it, it's really cool when you get a group of people with the same goal in mind to come together and work together and produce a 20-minute show. Whether it is we got basketball, lacrosse, swimming, tennis. I mean, there are so many sports at UNC that we have to cover. And when all the students in the class converge and you know really put their all hands on deck mentality you know you know every single person no matter what they're doing whether it's one graphic or a video or you're on camera or you're in the control room every single person matters 
And seeing everyone buy into that, we created some really good shows. And that was a really cool experience. Seeing the results of everything. I mean, obviously seeing one of my segments come together and rewatching it back and say, wow, that was pretty good. I like the way that turned out. But seeing a whole show come that way with the people you, you know, hang out with all the time and, you know, collaborate so well with, I think that was probably the best part of Sports Extra this past semester. That's why I'm going to keep doing it throughout my college experience. But obviously with that being said, for the podcast in the future to kind of transition back to here, this is the return of 125 Unfiltered. I've set up a better schedule for next semester to give me more time to do this. I think if my if my role in the show changes, it might free up more time. It might not. But I think my experiences on camera really made me realize how much I missed talking about sports on 125 Unfiltered. This is really where it all started for me in college with my sports journalism slash broadcast experience in terms of my own endeavors. And a big word that has popped up for me this whole time has been consistency. It's something that I'm working on. It's something that I want to get better at with something like this because this has been a year plus long project that it it took a halt. The, the, the card had a very fast break. But it's all about continuing to drive forward. And um, like I said, uh, I, I am going to make sure that I can be more consistent and that I will have time to break down uh, all the sports that I like to break down for you guys. And with that being said, that I think that's pretty much it. I, I really hope you guys enjoyed, uh, I guess, kind of hearing my story, hearing what I've been up to because um, – Obviously, if I was slacking off, not doing my podcast because I was lazy, uh, I would be. Uh, I don't think I'd be here right now. But hearing or get, giving you guys uh, a perspective that um, I find to be quite interesting and in giving those personal experiences, I really hope that you enjoyed. Uh, I guess knowing that knowing what I've been up to, uh, and hopefully it was it was it was a personable uh, reintroduction uh, back to one twenty five unfiltered. But enough of that. Let's talk about the future. What's to come? Obviously, NBA playoffs round two just finished up. I'm going to get an episode breaking down those games as well as previewing the uh, the Eastern and Western Conference Finals. NFL draft. I would like to make an episode about that. It might be a little too outdated. I'm still undecided on that. And then some guest episodes. I want to get guests back on the podcast. I'm trying to get a couple into to start it off. And then possibly a Q&A. You know, I, there's a lot of time for me in the summer. I'm staying in Charlotte for the summer. So uh, I'm really going to gonna make sure that I can craft some new ideas to, to be creative. But when it comes down to it, we've got NBA playoffs. We've got NHL playoffs. Uh, kind of a new family into the a, – a new a new member of the Kaniacs. Uh, Kane's won game seven against Boston. But um, hopefully, as you can tell by that rambling in the last minute, I'm very excited to start talking again about sports here on the podcast. So – um, thank you so much for listening to this. Again, I hope you guys enjoyed it. And, uh, if you guys have stuck with me, whether it's been, and I say this all the time, whether it's been one episode or since the beginning, I really, really appreciate you tuning in and giving all the, all the support it truly means the most to me. And, uh, I can officially end this episode letting you guys know that 125 unfiltered is back and I will speak to you next time.